Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday up in this house <laughs> doing a devotional. We are thankful to be devoting ourselves to the Lord with you daily. Mm-hmm. And um, you just want to jump on in? Let's just jump on in, y'all. Today, we are reading out of Daniel 3, verse 18. And the devotional is... It's one of my favorite scriptures. It's so good. I love this story. The devotional is titled Courageous Faith. It says, But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. The love letter from God says, Beloved child, I hold history in my hands. You never have to fear death or powerful people because I am the ruler over all. If you lose your life for my sake, you will gain eternal rewards. You do not belong to the world. The truth is, the things that I ask you to reject are the things that could harm your relationship with me and ultimately destroy your life. Every time you choose me, you further establish that I hold first place in your life. Don't be afraid to be courageous for my glory. I will give you all you need, and I will go before you to prepare the hearts of the people who will be touched by your witness for me. Love your Heavenly Father. The reflection says, This is a wow story about how Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were willing to give up their lives in a blazing furnace so the leaders of this world would see the living God. God showed his glory to Nebuchadnezzar and demonstrated his power by rescuing the three men. God proved without a doubt that he was and is the true and only living God. The treasure of truth says, Fear of death should not dictate our decisions. Fear of God should direct our paths. Yeah, this is one of my favorite pieces of scripture. And I know I've said that a lot lately, but it, it truthfully is because um, I remember I was going to church in New York and I was exposed to the scripture and it wrecked my world mm-hmm. because prior to that moment, I remember like, I remember it like it was yesterday. I was really worshiping God because of what he does for me. Mm-hmm. Cause like there was a like cost benefit analysis where, okay, well, because God helps me, I love him and I, I, I worship him. Yeah. But what the scripture really spoke to me in Daniel three, verse 17, you know, I, I don't know the scripture exactly verbatim, but it's just like King Nebuchadnezzar says, you know, bow down and worship me, or I'm going to melt the flesh off your bones. Mm-hmm. And then they reply, our God is capable of saving us which is how I lived my life. Mm-hmm. I lived my life as if God is capable. Yeah. He can save things. He can redeem things. He can heal things. He can provide things. He can, you know, do, he can restore. Mm-hmm. And I still believe that to this day. But then when you read verse 18 and they say, but even if he doesn't, we will yeah. still not bow down and worship you. Yeah. I had this heart change where I was like, wow, I no longer feared my situations and just and hoped and prayed that God would pull me out of those. Mm-hmm. I now had a real reverence of God because he's God. Right. Like I, I, I worship God because he's God, not right. because of what he does for me. And that was yeah. just such a big, big pivotal change. And I don't think we can get to that place of having an eternal perspective until we worship him just because of who he is, not yeah. for what he does for us. Yeah. Not the genie in a bottle kind of God. Mm-hmm. And he's not just here to, to grant wishes, but I love the, 
you know, the pivotal moment of that like reverence change, you know, Mm -hmm. putting him in his rightful place on the throne, realizing that the God of the heavens armies like wants a relationship with us Mm -hmm. is so awe inspiring. And I feel like so often we get caught up in this Christian life of just checking the boxes of, okay, I did my quiet time today, or I did my devotional, or I served at my church or X, Y, or Z fill in the blank. But we forget that it's such an honor and it just really is like out of this world that we get to be in relationship with this God. Like he's not a God that's far away, but he is a God that is near that is outside of time and yet present with us where we are in this moment. And the more we think about it, the more we should be, you know, struck, you know, and in fear of who he is. Yeah, it really makes me think of the idea of just making sure that we worship the gift giver, not mm-hmm. the gift. Yeah. But it is easy to fall into that kind of trap of, you know, like we want something so deeply mm-hmm. that we start to value that more highly than the person who's actually given us that mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And I just think it's a great question for all of us that is your determination of God's goodness to you, is it dependent on what you get? Or is it dependent on who he is? Because Mm -hmm. if you're valuing God's faithfulness and goodness based off of your health, wealth, and relationship status, then you've missed it. Mm -hmm. Because God's goodness and faithfulness is dependent on his character, not on the things he delivers to you. Because he is good no matter what. Amen. You ready for me to pray this on out? Would love it. Lord, here we are. It's just, um, just us and you, Lord. I just... I I love that that's just a metaphor for that's all that we really have, God. All these things that we attach to ourselves and we um, add value to them, they're nothing compared to you, God. They're nothing compared to being grafted into your family and being a child of you, God. They're nothing compared to the character that you have and the goodness that you have and, and the faithfulness that you have to us, God. They're nothing compared to that, Lord. Help us to just cherish you. Help us to spend time thinking about you and loving you, God. Not just the things that you do for us, God, but you. Um, you love us for us, not for all the good works, Lord. You love us actually for, for your own character because you are loving, Lord. Help us to try to do the same to you, Lord. Please use your Holy Spirit to work inside of us to do the same, Lord. And just give us a greater fear, a greater reverence, a greater love, and a greater intimacy with you, Lord. We desire that. We desire to feel closer to you. So thank you for doing that, Lord. And we just um, want to open up the floor for our audience to continue in prayer, and we're going to be praying with them. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. Fun quick fact. Turns out my name is actually in the Bible. Oh, goodness. Nebuchadnezzar. 
Oh my goodness. Nebuchadnezzar. Hey, that's a stretch. Chad. It's a Nebu- stretch. It's a biblical name. Babe. <laughs> not, not the best biblical name, but it's in mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Anyways, we love y'all. And we'll be talking to y'all tomorrow. Adios.